Well, good morning or afternoon to wherever you are. This is Frankly Speaking. I'm your host, Larry Frank, live from Bentonville, Arkansas. After a couple weeks off here where obviously a lot of us are in either A, a state of confusion, uh, hopefully not a state of panic, but we're going to do everything we can do here on Anchor FM, and I want to thank them. Uh, we are on seven different podcasts, so we will be doing shows Monday through Friday, and we would love to see as many listeners as possible. Try to take your mind off something that is easily said than done. Uh, you know, it was about four weeks ago, I was in the Tampa Bay area. And I'm listening to a sports talk show in Tampa Bay, WDAE, one of the great sports talk shows, Ron Diaz, who's been there forever, Ian Beckles, and Jay Recker. And I'm going to make a long story short, but there's a point at the end of my story. Um, Jay was talking about some shoes that he ordered from China. And back about four weeks ago, it might have been a little over four weeks ago, it, it was just the beginning. Everybody heard China has this illness that's a pandemic. And from the U.S. standpoint, we weren't thinking a lot about it. But Ian was teasing him and not so much teasing him, but saying, hey, I'd be careful opening that box. You know, it's being shipped from China. You know, uh, you never know if something fell on the box, if it was touched. And they, I don't think they realized the seriousness at that time, of course, because here in the U.S., it, it wasn't that serious. And uh, they went on about opening the shoes. And that was the first time I've heard of probably the coronavirus well I went on with my life and about a week later the terrible and you know those of you out there that I know we're going through a lot but there was a real bad tornado in the Nashville Tennessee area about a week later I had just moved in the process of moving to Arkansas and the terrible tornado happened. You know, I remember watching TV and they said that part of Arkansas might get some tornadoes and woke up the next morning and found out that Nashville was devastated. And you want to talk about some nice people, nice fans. It's going to be, it's hard to find any nicer people and nicer fans in the Nashville area. And I ask that you all, I understand we're all going through tough times, but anything you can do for those people in the Nashville area, um, they've been double dipped here. Not only with the tornado losing everything, but now the coronavirus. Businesses closing. Um, 
people not being able to make money. Um, so please let's not forget them. Well, to continue the story about one week later, championship week in the NCA. I'm gearing down. I'm like, okay, let's see who's going to make it to the, the, you know, March Madness. I'm watching Vanderbilt versus Arkansas in the Big East tournament. And on the news comes NBA cancel seasons. That was in the first half of the Vanderbilt game. And versus, uh, versus Arkansas. And I'm like, look at my wife. I go, did that just say the NBA season was canceled? She said, yes, it was. And then I saw Mark Cuban who... Love that man for everything he does for people. Um, you know, doing an interview. I, um, I think it was with Tom Rinaldi of uh, ESPN or the SEC Network. I'm not sure exactly. And then it started hitting home. You know, everything's shutting down. By the next day, you had... NFL, Major League Baseball, NHL, you know, within a couple days, uh, at least, uh, shutting it down. And here's a sports fan. Now, I'm going to say this. There are a lot bigger things in life than sports. There's no doubt about it. There's no doubt about it. But if you think of all the distractions and all the... Uh, tragedies and all the things in America that has happened, it always seems to be baseball that brings everything back to life. And that's probably what's going to happen again. You know, one week from today, the baseball season was supposed to begin. Obviously now, we don't know when that'll be. You know, I can only speculate, but I don't see that happening before Memorial Day. Um, that's at least what my sources are telling me. It might be later. Um, so it's going to be a while before, you know, we do have sports. But if you look at baseball, baseball, you know, I remember 9-11, Mike Piazza hitting the home run. That just gave the city of New York life again. I remember, you know, Big Poppy's speech after the Boston Marathon terrorist attack. Um, It's just baseball has a way of doing it, and baseball will be back. Then, to get to my point, it hit me. Someone pissed me off. I'm on Facebook, and by the way, why I'm talking to you, at any time, please, folks, you can, uh, I love getting uh, questions, emails. You can email me at LarryFrank528. I'm sorry, excuse me. almost gave you my personal one. Uh, frankly speaking, 528, uh, that is at Gmail. You, you can also go to my Facebook page, Frankly Speaking. At 0528. And of course, there's a link here where you're more than welcome, you know, to ask any questions, any thoughts, any sports, anything. Just go ahead and get in contact with me. But get back to my point. I really, really, really 
got pissed off when I saw this post that said, athletes are not the most important people right now. And I understand that, and I agree with it, that there are a lot of people in this world that are important, but it was talking about truck drivers, it was talking about health people, it was talking about um, restaurant employees. And let me tell you, what a great job, and I don't want to take anything away from those people and what they're doing, because they are doing such a fine job, and without them, we would never get through this crisis we're getting through. But what pissed me off is people think they're jealous of athletes. Let's just put it plain and simple. They're completely jealous. Okay, It is not an athlete's fault that they work their butts off their whole life to get where they are and you didn't do what they did to get where they are. That's why you are where you are. So don't blame the athlete. Who was the first one? Who's the first group? Who's the first people to give everything time there's a crisis? Mark Cuban. You got a 19-year-old kid named Zion Williamson just got out of college and he's paying the next 30 days of the smoothie employees at his arena. Yeah, tell me athletes, you know? Tell me about it. Major League Baseball. Just gave 20, I think each team a million dollars. Each team gave out a million dollars to help in any way they can. The arena workers just to help out with this virus. Don't knock athletes. They worked their butts off to get there they, they are today. See, a lot of you... Oh, athletes make too much money. You know what? If you had a chance to make that kind of money, you do the same damn thing. If you go to your employer today and he tells you, I'll tell you what, I'll give you another million dollars, you know, if you promise to stay with me for another two years. You tell me you wouldn't say yes? No, sir, I don't want you to do that. I think these salaries are getting out of hand. Please keep your money. Come on, get over. Okay, it's the athletes that always come to the aid of people. J.J. Watt in Houston, look what he did. Okay, because you guys are so, the media and the public is so quick to just be negative about these players. Okay, most of you have never been in a major league locker room, an NFL locker room. An NBA locker room. And if I didn't say NHL right there, I mean all the four major sports. I have been in a Major League Baseball locker room. I see how hard these guys work. You know, I think a lot of you think these guys just go to work. They they go to the baseball field. They go out on the baseball field and they play baseball. They go to the basketball arena. They just go out on the basketball court and they say, let's play a game of basketball. No, there is so much time, so much effort. When I was with the Yankees back in 87, I remember watching these players 
all day long hitting a baseball, doing infield drills, doing outfield drills, playing defensive drills against the bunt. You know, doing situational baseball, the pitchers running from the mound to first base, and so on and so on and so on. Don't tell me these players don't put that time in and effort. You're wrong. Completely wrong. And I tell people to this day, back in 87, when I had the privilege of being with the Yankees for those three months, the most monstrous or maniac when it came to working hard, working every day. Number one guy I would pick on my team. No, it wasn't Maddenly. Uh, I got along great with Jack Clark. You know, there was Ricky Henderson back then. You know, there was Randolph back then. But those, and don't get me wrong, Maddenly, Randolph, they all worked on But the one guy that was so intense and I knew was gonna make it one day and win a World Series because of his way, work ethic, was Mike Paglarulo. And damn it, a couple years later he went to the Twins and he won a World Series. That didn't just happen because he's Mike Paglarulo and someone said, let me give you some money. That happened because he put the work, time, intensity, guts into everything he did to win it. These guys deserve more credit than the public and media are giving them. In the time of crisis, it seems that sports always comes together and help the community. Yet, people want to continue to knock them. You know, I tell you what, on every team, it seems like somebody's given to an organization. Somebody's helping out. You hear stories. And like I said, unfortunately, this is a problem we're going through right now. And we got to get through it together. And you know what? We will get through it together. But we just all have to keep calm and keep level-headed. And let's not be so negative against people. Let's, if you can help someone, if you can help the elderly, um, let's do so. Also... There's a lot of small businesses out there that really could use our help all over the United States. Whether you're in Sharon, Massachusetts, Tampa, Florida, Bentonville, Arkansas, wherever you may be, let's all give a helping hand. If we can help one person a day, think about it. What a way this world will be. Let's think about that. While we here take a quick break uh, for our sponsors to go ahead and do what they do best. Welcome back to our second segment today. Hopefully you enjoyed the first one. I want to remind everybody that, you know, we do have a link set up for voice messages that we can answer any of your questions on the next show would be more than happy to obviously <laughs> has to be the next show uh, we also have a Facebook page at Frankly Speaking just look for my beautiful face and you'll find us on Facebook uh, you can also send any of your questions 
to uh, frankly speaking 528 at gmail.com. Um, and as I said before, we do have a donation page. We are taking sponsorships. So, you know, let's uh, make sure if you have those, the more we can participate um, and help through this time that we're going through, the better we'll all feel. Um, you know, despite everything, you know, sports being shut down, there has been a lot of NFL news. And, you know, if you listen to my show on February 28th, which was one of the last podcasts we did before the move, or as we were moving, I should say, um, we talked about where will Tom Brady end up? Tom Brady. The greatest quarterback of all time. Everybody had him go, oh, he'll go to San Francisco, which, let me explain to you. If he would have went to San Francisco, it would have been the biggest slap in Jimmy Garoppolo's face. I know it's Tom Brady. I know he's the greatest of all time. But Jimmy just took them to the Super Bowl. Tom Brady didn't take the Patriots this year to the Super Bowl. I'm not talking about what he did in the past. I'm talking about this year that just passed, the Patriots did not go to the Super Bowl. Actually, they weren't a very good team. So, great move by the 49ers and John Lynch over there, the general manager, and not you know, moving Garoppolo. Number two, there was no question. You know, we talked about, ah, Brady might be faking him. Is he going to stay? You know, as I thought about it more and more, why would he have stayed? Except to say I retire and play my entire career in New England. That football team was not a good football team going into next year. And Tom Brady knew it. Tom Brady's not stupid. Quarterbacks usually aren't stupid. They're probably the most intelligent people on the field. And Tom Brady knew that. Now on February 28th, I made the statement that Tom Brady would be a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. I'm sure a lot of my listeners out there said, oh, you're full of it, Larry. You don't know what you're talking about. You used to live in Tampa Bay. No, I did live in, yes, I did live in Tampa Bay. But no, I wasn't stupid. (laughs) It made sense. It made a lot of sense. It made so much sense. And people go, why did it make so much sense? Because they have the best offensive weapons, the Tampa Bay Buccaneer. Maybe short of a running back. In the NFL? Chris Godwin, a a thousand yard receiver. Mike Evans, a thousand-yard receiver. But let me tell you who's going to break out next year. It's going to be O.J. Howard, the big guy who hasn't done much at tight end. 
and Cameron Bray. They're about to get Todd Gurley. I personally don't think Ron Jones is the answer, and I, although they may hold on to him, but Peyton Barber will probably be cut. Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time. Now, if Tampa Bay thinks they are writing their ticket back to Tampa Bay where the Super Bowl is actually held next year, they're talking a little too quick. See, they need an offensive line. They got to support the guy. Brady is not what he used to be. Now, I'm not saying he's not good. I'm not saying he's not better than Jameis Winston either. All I'm saying is Brady will not win it alone there. They're going to need a defense. Their, their secondary is probably one of the worst secondaries in the NFL right now. And if you just think that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to win it because of Tom Brady, you're fooling yourself. Number two, if you think the New England Patriots are not going to win it anything, get to the playoffs, it's not because of Tom Brady. Yes, he's a big part of that team. They, you know, obviously a quarterback's one of the number one positions on the field, but Tom Brady knew that team was not good. They needed so much more. So, if you're a Jets fan today, you're very happy. (laughs) But, those people that are saying Tom Brady shouldn't have left New England are full of it. That man has done so much for that organization. He's taken money cuts. He's been the face of the franchise ever since he took over for Bledsoe back 20 years ago. The man has been a model citizen. I mean, how can you blame the man for wanting money? I really don't think New England's given that man what he deserves. And after 20 years, you know, Tom has that right to make that decision where he wants to go. He's earned that right. So Tom Brady at Tampa Bay Buccaneer. Wow, sounds weird. Wonder if Chris Godwin's going to give up the number 12. Well, the NFL still has things going on. We said on February 28th, where will Phillip Rivers go? I said the Indianapolis Colts. Wow. Guess where Phillip Rivers went? The Indianapolis Colts. We also said here on Frankly Speaking that Ryan Tannehill in no way, shape, or form will leave the Tennessee Titans. They will sign him. Wow. Ryan Tannehill is back with the Tennessee Titans. We also said Derrick Henry will be back with the Titans. Wow. Derrick Henry is back with the Tennessee Titans. So as we go further, 
What happens now? Marcus Mariota signed with the, uh, I guess, Las Vegas Raiders. They are now the Las Vegas Raiders. So he's got a home. Who takes over in New England? You know, I've been saying now for months that the guy that would take over if Brady left would be Andy Dalton. Um, I think Andy is definitely the best fit for them. Um, You know, I don't see Andy. You know, I heard a rumor Andrew Luck may come out of retirement. I I don't see that happening. Uh, I really don't. But I got a weird instance for you. Let's say Dalton signs somewhere else. Are you happy with Stidman in New England? And I want to think, I think it's Cody Kessler who is the other backup in New England. That's not going to cut it. Somebody said, well, now with Rivers in Indianapolis, what's the chances of Jacoby Brissett coming back? He's not the answer. You know, if you look at Bill Belichick, Bill Belichick is the type of coach that likes to rub it in your face. Okay, you took Tom Brady from me. Tom Brady's gone. Why don't I, I mean, just what is the chance? Just this scenario, how weird is it that Belichick wants to rub it in their face and he goes after Jameis Winston? Or does he want to keep a veteran quarterback? Remember, when Tom Brady started, he was not a veteran. He came out of Michigan. I can't even remember how high he was picked in the draft. I want to say it was at least the fifth round, if not higher. And look at the career he's had. Can Bill Belichick make Jameis Winston a successful quarterback. You know, it sounds strange. Like I said, I think Andy Dalton is a great, great fit for New England. But I just would not be surprised to see Belichick do something. It's just so Belichick that it wouldn't surprise me. That's all I want to say. And we've been pretty accurate. (laughs) And, you know, I've watched Winston play. uh, Shoot, I had season tickets last year to the Tampa Bay while we were in that area. Um, And uh, it was just amazing um, to see a guy that could be so good at times and can be just so terrible at times. Um... You know, he threw for 5,000 yards. I've seen Winston throw passes that have been incredible. Right on the money. You could not have thrown the ball better. And then I've just seen him throw some of the dumbest, stupidest passes I've ever seen. Like that last play of the season, I'm at the game. You just It just typified Jameis Winston's season when he threw that pick six 
believe it was versus Atlanta. And uh, they lost the game. But a lot of people also don't know. Last year, and I don't want to blame anybody, but they lost two games, Tampa Bay. They were 7-9. and nine. They lost a game versus the Giants with a missed 35-yard field goal, I believe it was, at the end of regulation. And then the last game of the season when Winston did throw that pick six, Matt Gay missed three, I think, three field goals or two field goals and one extra point. So, you know, that easily could have been, and I know there's a lot of ifs and this and that, but they easily could have had nine, been, you know, a nine and seven team last year, which isn't where they want to be, but, you know, still, he had 31, oh, 30 interceptions. So, you know, we'll see. You know, let let me ask you, you know, I want to ask the fans, why don't you go to franklyspeaking528 at gmail.com or message me here and let me know who you think the next, no, question number one, who will be the next quarterback for the New England Patriots? And number two, Will the Tampa Bay Buccaneers make the playoffs? Once again, you can go on this link or you can go to franklyspeaking528 at gmail.com. We have a Facebook page, Frankly Speaking, on Facebook. Let me know what you think. We're about to go to a timeout here. So um, for those of you fans, we'll be back shortly and we'll see if we have any messages. We'll be right back after this message. Welcome back. And once again, for you listeners out there, I want to remind you that um, there's a lot of small businesses out there that are suffering. Local businesses um, across the United States and... You know, the the big chains, they're going to suffer, but they're going to make it. They're going to make it. Let's do everything we can, whether it's grabbing a sandwich through carryout or delivery, uh, buying groceries, whatever you have to do. Let's try to help the small businesses because they're the real ones really suffering through this time. So if there's anything you can do, whether it's just to purchase anything, just just to help these people out, um, let's do everything we can. You know, you, th- you see a nurse, you see somebody working in a wall, a grocery store, whether it be Walmart, in a restaurant, wherever you may go, just thank them. Just thank them for helping us out through this tough time. Because, you know, those are the people putting a lot on the line. You know, they're risking getting sick. So anything you can do to help these people out, I'm, I'm sure they would appreciate it. Um, and, you know, this is a time where we need to stick together. Um, that's going to do it for today's show. Um, once again, uh, if you like to contact me, you can go to our Facebook page, 
Um, this podcast will be on there, of course. Um, or you can uh, message me at franklyspeaking528 at gmail.com. Everybody have a good day, and we'll talk to you tomorrow.